Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a very sneaky person that makes lifelike uh, holograms. Laura! Or her hologram. You don't oh, know. We, we don't know. So, uh, today we're going to be talking about Mirage 1. Do you have any idea who Mirage 1 is? Um. I, I'm guessing they came before Mirage 2, um, and just going off what you said, probably they make holograms? Yeah. I, I know nothing so. else. So Yeah. So if you were to make Mirage in a costume for Mirage, what would you, what would you make? Um, something rainbowy and shimmery, but usually these characters were created in, like, the 60s to 80s. So, colorful, probably, uh, but, like, big blocks of color or stripes? Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just yellow dude. What? No! Yellow dude. He looks like he has a lemon on his head! Yeah, please describe. Okay, so he's, he's got, like, a head-to-toe jumpsuit, uh, with a cowl over it. Um, and it's all yellow, and it's got vertical pinstripes, and then he's got these things, I think they're like ears, they're like big triangles coming out of his ears, but the, it, it, the effect just makes him look like a lemon on his head, and then black belt, gloves, and a gun? Probably not a real gun, probably some sort of power gun. Yeah, it's a science gun. Of course. I um, mean, the, can't mess with the Comics Code Authority. Yeah. Have real guns in a superhero comic. Yeah, I mean sometimes sometimes they do. Uh, Lucifer, who is a early X Men villain, the cover just has Xavier in like a battle tank uh, wheelchair, just holding a real ass gun to him. Oh, fun! Uh, yeah, it's real real good. Uh, I I love I love Xavier so much. Um, I mean, science so- guns are more fun than regular guns. Uh, yeah, they are. I guess, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you want, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't like this guy's science gun too much, mostly because of what it does, but, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. that <clears throat> so his real name is Desmond Karn, or sorry, Charn. Okay. Uh, yep. His occupation is holography technician, later professional criminal. Uh, his identity is publicly known. He's a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. No known other a- aliases. He was born, or so the place he was born is unrevealed, and his place of death is, bar with no name, Medina County, Ohio. That only means one thing. And, uh, marital status is unrevealed, so if you want to ever be in doubt if you're actually with the person you're supposed to be with, that's something you might be able to do. Who wouldn't jump at that? <laughs> I know. Uh, known relatives, none. Uh, and he first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man issue number... Um, um, issue number 156 in May 1976. On a clear day, you can see the Mirage. And there is Coverpiece Theater. Cover Peace Theater. 
So to set the scene, we have a wedding happening uh, where you see multiple mirages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see, you know, just some normal, normal people from the Daily Bugle. You know, you have the Ben Uricks and, and the, and Ned Leeds, who is the Hobgoblin, and Betty Brant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all see that Jam- stuff. Jameson there, of course. And yeah, yelling good something. Old tri- good old Triple J, mm-hmm. who is now Spider-Man's biggest, uh, hype man, and got him in trouble recently. Mm-hmm. Uh. And, uh, you know, we have some some decent cover copy here. So, you know, we have the most mind-boggling wedding guest of all, the murderous Mirage. And, that you know, is mind-boggling. Last, yeah, it, it, of course, at last, the long-awaited uh, wedding of Betty Brandt and Ned Leeds. Um, I mean, unfortunately, it sounds like they're not having, or it looks like they're not having a great wedding right now. Uh, and that's because, uh, Mirage is saying. That's your cue. Uh, oh, sorry. To beat me, Webhead, you'll have to find the real me first. And then another Mirage says, and you're not going to live long enough to do that. Actually, that looks like a pretty real gun off the top of the front page. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Maybe it is a real gun. Yeah. So. Um, also, apparently, this one had the Hostess Fruit Pie ad, uh, Daredevil's Double, da- oh, Daredevil's, yeah, um, Daredevil's <clears throat> Daredevil, wow, so, and, uh, because he died in the bar of no name in Medina County, Ohio, of course he died in Captain America 319, so, mm-hmm. Desmond Charn was the holog- uh, holography technician who wanted to become a costume criminal whose methods would become as impressive as the superhuman abili- uh, abilities of Spider-Man. In pursuit of his goal, he spent years studying electronics and means of using laser technology to reproduce three-dimensional images called holograms. Mm. Charn was not only mastered existing hologram technique, but also secretly made further advances in the field himself. As a result, he designed a costume containing miniaturized equipment that enabled him to project holograms in uh, holographic images. Um, dubbing himself the Mirage, he hired some accomplices to embark on a series of major robberies. Hmm. So far, this is uh, just um, Mysterio's thing, but with newer technology. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, it sounds a lot like Mysterio. Except Mysterio does, like, all senses. And he looks like he just makes... Yeah, he puts on a better show. (laughs) Is the difference here. Yeah. The Mirage and his accomplices uh, attended to rob the people attending six weddings that was held on one day in New York City. Areas, uh, Hotel Morgans of um, Malvern. Malvern? Why? Is that is that bad? That's bad Vern. Why would you want to go to bad Vern? Uh, criminals successfully robbed the attendees of three of the weddings, and then broke into the wedding of uh, Ned Leeds and Betty Brant, which were uh, which Spider Man was present in his secret identity, Peter Parker. Of course. Um, after changing into his costume and identity, Spider Man uh, defeated Mirage's men 
but he found himself unable to strike Mirage. Not only was Mirage using his holographic devices to make himself appear different places than he actually was, but he was actually using them to make himself invisible at the spot where he truly was. Hmm. So none of them Uh, are the real him. Moreover, the Mirage was somehow somehow prevented Spider-Man from locating the criminal's true location by using his extra-century spider sense. Well, I mean, technically that's supposed to be for, like, danger, and if he's just kind of standing there... Yeah, but it kind of ends up being used as, like, a whatever the comic needs it to be at this exact moment. Like, I, I, I found this crime using my spider sense. That's, that's not what that... Hmm, okay. <laughs> and also, I feel like it would be going off all the time. That's not how the Force works. But, yeah. It's not how the spider works. Oh, well. Yeah. But, um, finally realizing he was being deceived through illusions... After years of fighting Mysterio, <laughs> um, Spider-Man- But it took him that long to figure it out? He's got, not like, hmm, I've seen this before. Like, I would have been like, oh, Mysterio's here. Yeah, actually, but, that would be a better conclusion to jump to. Like, oh, Mysterio's doing a new thing. Yeah. So he caused enormous chandelier to fall off from the ceiling, which struck the invisible Mirage in his true location. The metal in Mirage's costume shielded him from being seriously injured from the- Impact. Lucky. And the, Mir- and the Mirage and his men were taken into custody by police. Okay, so here's a problem with that. Um, blunt did- force is good against, like, metal armor. Yeah, did Peter know that he was wearing armor? Because the, the doubles aren't. So if he hadn't been, you almost killed the man. Good job, well, Spider-Man. Well, he did. Okay, so I don't... If if you get the chance, listen to my Kegaru episode because it's I, I love Kegaru. He's a gor- glorious himbo. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but Spider Man didn't save him. Whatever he saw, because like cause, so the Kegaru after a while finally defeated Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And the Kegaru is truly a dumb man, like really dumb. <laughs> um, and he was hired. Well, he was forced into getting a radioactive isotope. Um, but to the Kegaru. Uh, walked into the area with no protection and basically died of uh, radiation. I- uh, but Spider-Man, who was waking up, could have saved him, but he was just like, uh, I think I'm just going to shut this door. And then he left. But, uh, but I mean, Spider-Man almost kills people all the time or just straight up just, you know, doesn't save them, which, uh, you know, it's whatever. You can't save everyone. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, years later, the Mirage and his acquaintances invaded a hospital which was it th- with the intention of abducting the thing who was recuperating. We just talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, we did. The last episode. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, was, he was just gonna, you know, try to defeat the thing while he was in the hospital, just like Miracle Man did. The Mirage Man uh, wanted to uh, plan. To, he planned to option the captive thing off to the highest bidder. However, the thing, however, the Mirage was prevented from kidnapping the thing because Daredevil, who was who was blind, could not perceive the uh, holographic trickery. So they can fool now, the Spider Sense, but they can't fool Daredevil. Well, also, I mean, like 
like, you know, if he was better, like Mysterio, he'd still be able to fool Daredevil. Yeah. But, you know, he just, all he does is just make a, a pretty picture, and that's it. Second-rate Daredevil. Uh, the- oh, Sorry, no, second-rate um, Mysterio. Mysterio, yep. The Mirage served a, a short jail sentence and then was released. Much later, uh, Mirage was invited by Gary Gilbert, the criminal formerly known as Firebrand, to attend a meeting of costume criminals to discuss the menace posed to them by the mysterious vigilante, Scourge. The meeting was held at the bar with no name in Medina, Medina <laughs> County, which is one of the several such establishments that served as secret meeting places for costume criminals. However, Gilbert's security precautions uh, uh, were failed, and the Scourge showed up in the meeting disguised as a bartender and killed Mirage. Gilbert and all the other criminals who were present as well. Um, a, late, a day later, Captain America donned Mirage's costume as a ploy to flush Scourge out of hiding and making him think he was one of, the, one of his victims uh, survived. The ploy worked, and Captain America uh, subdued the Scourge, although the criminal killer was killed before it could be turned over to authorities. Hmm. By someone who did the exact same thing that Scourge does. Yeah, but is not Scourge. So. Or is Scourge? We don't know. Who can really <laughs> say? Um, I don't know. The Itchery just talked about his lie that he made to Captain America, and then said he got shot, and then listed all the people he killed. It was not a really great Itchery. <laughs> but, as I read more of the Book of the Dead, the boy likes Scourge, uh, because he just does people real dirty. Uh, <laughs> So, he's 5'11", weighs 195, has blue eyes, unrevealed hair, I'm gonna say brown. Or blonde. Most likely. He has the build of someone who does ex regular exercise. He has, uh, no known superpowers. And, uh, basically he has a bunch of, um, you know, stuff in his suit that allows him to make, uh, you know, holograms, so he can make he can make uh, disguises, turn invisible, make duplicates of himself. Not the most expansive power set, but like if you use it creatively, it's fairly useful. I, I do like that it kind of calls it out that somehow he's able to actually make it like further away from him and everything, mm. and, like multiple ones when he's like not really in the room. Well, by all accounts, this doesn't make sense, but well, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, now, that's pretty much it. Uh, it also calls out that we don't know how he would have done it in the first place, because, like, how is he controlling it? And they say, like, maybe it's mental control. <laughs> uh, we you didn't know. want to put too much thought into this, so uh, your guess is as good as ours. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that is, that is Mirage. Now, I do have a question for you. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? Yes. No. No, really? Yeah, so, um, much like 
Have I guessed uh, any of these right? You guessed the first one right. Okay. So much like a lot of villains, like he just kind of uh got brought back. Um, he got brought back, but there was a little mini. There's little little a uh, little thing in here where a supervillain named Dead Ringer, who I do not know much about, um, got a bunch of his body parts. And use them to impersonate the villain, mimic his powers. Um, and he was he was captured by the superhero super patriot, who was actually Dead Ringer's accomplice. Um, and that that's the end with Dead Ringer. We n- nothing more to talk about with that one. Okay, but did but, Mirage uh, come back? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So much like how Miracle Man came back because of uh because of the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's to help so he can, you know, hunt down the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, his abilities are augmented by magic, and uh, and Mirage. But unfortunately, like Mirage's uh, uh, Mirage only lived for about thirty days. Um, or the or the Hood would have to extend his life beyond that. And after attacking uh, the Punisher, Mirage was killed by a, an assassin posing as Frank's resurrected wife, Maria, mm. just before uh, giving Frank's vital information. Now, was he killed at that point? No, because in Superior Foes of Spider-Man, uh, he was brought, he was revealed to be in a coma, and... He pretty much decided to just, you know, tire as being a supervillain because he was pretty much killed twice, and he was just like, "This ain't great. I don't, I don't want to live this life anymore." <laughs> um, but then he was later convinced by the Owl to bring in the Sinister Six, join the Sinister Sixteen. No, you almost made a good life decision, and then you, <laughs> then you messed it up at the last minute. <laughs> and, and you did it by some. You did it by the Owl. Come on, Who- Owl. Yeah, that's the most. Like, he can't even fly. He floats. That's just embarrassing, man. Yeah. Well, later he was able to fly, but like it was, it's more gliding than anything. No, I mean listening to the owl. <laughs> yeah, listening to the owl, just in general. Taking advice um, from the owl is just why. Yeah, but he was he was convinced by the owl to join the Boomerang Center sixteen to steal a painting of Doctor Doom that Chameleon stole. Mm-hmm. But he was quickly found and beaten and captured by the chameleon who impersonates him to get to the boomerang, who quickly sees through the disguise. And then Mirage was teased and left to be arrested by boomerang. Yeah. So that's that's it. Oh, you're that's Mirage. Oh, this li- this guy's life is just a series of like bad decisions, and then no nothing. That, like, it's not that nothing good happens to him. His life isn't a, like, constant tragedy, but, like, nothing remarkable happens to him. He's just kind of there. Like, I think, I think more Spider-Man, like, D-list Spider-Man villains need to take after Shocker. Because, <laughs> um, like, Shocker, um, not only did it take him literally years to realize what he was doing uh, was making him a laughing stock, mm-hmm. um, but, like, you know, he stuck with it. He <laughs> sticks with it and he keeps on sticking with it. 
Yeah, you, you, know, you like, gotta admire his tenacity. He, you know, he has he has like strong Jeb Bush energy, and I I, I appreciate that. <sighs> and, and it's just, and he's just, you know, he he sticks with it. Like you know, you know, he was just like, you know what? Why not? Why not just move somewhere else? I'll just go to Jersey City. Unfortunately, um, that's where Ms. Marvel was. Yeah. But, you know, like I feel like you know, if he just decides to move out to somewhere in the Midwest, you know, he could fight, or or maybe even change his costume, keeps the same stuff, and become a hero. You know, like he just needs to move to a different place. Like he just needs to move to a different place. That's it. Just needs to pack his bags, move away, and start a new life. New a new shocker. Reinvent yeah, there's, himself. There's a lot of that. Like you don't need you don't need New York level uh uh like wealth in order to live nice. Uh, outside of New York, exactly. You well, know, he could do. Yeah, I think he could do good in a Midwest. You know, all he the most he'd have is the Great Lake Avengers, and you know he can defeat them. Yeah, exactly. Easy. So, so yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Mirage before in the show? Um, he's a criminal waste of a good, <laughs> uh, pr- an okay name and a terrible costume. Well, I mean another. I mean another. Uh, a, a new mutant gets the name later. Okay. So yeah, Mirage is. She's better okay. <laughs> by a lot. I I don't know why I assumed that he was going to be a woman when you f- said his name. I guess I sort of like sounds more like a feminine name to me, but. Oh uh, well, because there is a new mutant named Mirage. Uh yeah. Mirage. Probably. Yeah. Uh, am I thinking of the right thing? I'm pretty sure there's a new mutant named Mirage. But I might be wrong on that. Um, someone tell me if I'm wrong. But uh, but yeah, this so tweet at so, Alphabet Flight if uh, yeah yeah tweet at Alphabet Flight on Instagram or I mean well at Twitter <laughs> or you can message me on Instagram. <laughs> tweet me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> tweet me on Instagram. Tweet me then share it to my page on Instagram. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, you could tell me about that. I'm pretty sure there's a Mirage as a new mutant. Um, but uh, yeah. This so this has been Alphabet Fly. So le- actually, let's do plugs first. Sorry, I'm tired. That's okay. Uh, sorry. Um. So my name's Laura. I do a podcast called Pitch Me Something with my co-host Sean, which uh is about pitching movie, comic, video game type ideas. Um, uh, and just seeing, building on them, and seeing where we go from there. Uh, Jesse's been on it twice. I think twice, three times. Three, at least, three at least times. twice. Three times. Uh, three three times. times. Okay. Um, his most recent episode was a lot of fun. He had a really cool superhero idea that we just just got so into. Um, you should listen to that. Uh, it's on our website, franklyimplausible.com or you can find us under the name Pitch Me Something at uh, on iTunes or Google Play. And I keep saying iTunes. It's Google Play or Apple Podcasts that. Their podcasts are not on iTunes anymore. Yeah, yeah, whatever you know. Yeah, close enough. Um, so, so, uh, yeah. My name is Jesse Cooper. I have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series mostly. Um, with my friend Rob, issue by issue, and I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lower detail. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and justice is served. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>